Welcome to the Needle Jig Podcast, Season 1, Episode 2. Today we're going to be talking to Brian Brown, local tattooer with years and years of experience and just aspiring painter, tattooer, and overall damn good guy. It's Mark here, and you know I love to bring you interviews with some great artists around the world. Uh, what you're hearing here in the podcast is generally audio recordings of interviews I've done on the YouTube channel. Uh, you can listen to these in your car and enjoy them anywhere. Anybody that knows me knows that I take tattooing and the business very, very seriously. And these podcasts and interviews that I do are intended for serious tattooers, aspiring tattooers. I mean, anybody can listen, but you certainly have to understand you're not going to learn how to tattoo by listening to podcasts and watching videos. You guys are absolutely gonna love Brian Brown. Very talented tattooer, amazing painter, and beyond all this, he stays very humble. Great guy to know. He's tucked away here in the Berkshires. His shop is literally maybe five to ten minutes away from the warehouse, and I don't get to stop by often enough. Brian Brown, in fact, was the very first interview that I did on camera, so it was a pretty... It was a pretty intimidating moment for me, and but it all worked out super well. His shop is truly inspiring. I wish you guys could see it here. Without further ado, let's talk tattoo with Brian Brown. Brian, can you tell me how long you've been tattooing? Oh man, it's going on almost 20 years. Yeah, I started when I was 21, 22. 42 now. So. Damn. Yeah, man. I, I feel you, man. I got you by a few, though. Oh, uh, yeah. Going okay. quick, man. Now, you started out here in the Berkshires? Yes, I did. Yeah, so you were working illegal like me? Yeah, on my mom's dining room table. Nice, yeah. man. Yeah. Nice. I remember those days, but, you know, not that they're, not that we can justify it, but it was illegal yeah. here. It's all we could do at that point in time. Sure. Yeah. So I feel you, man. Yeah. But, uh, uh -huh. Now, how long were you working here before you took off to Cali? Uh, I worked in here in Boston, underground, for a while, um, maybe four or five years. And then uh, California, about, I think, nine years, right something on. like that. And I've been back here for six, seven years. So. Where were you based in Cali? Uh, San Francisco. Okay, what shop? Uh, it was. Uh, you don't have to mention it if it's embarrassing. Yeah, it was a, <laughs> it was a shop local out there, street shop. So yeah. right on, man. But it gave you a little little yeah, experience. Yeah, worked hard, man. That was my uh, studying years, pretty much. You know, hit it hard. Long days. Yeah, mostly as street as, shop as stuff. As I could. No, we did custom stuff. It was a half half, but uh, yeah, so a lot. It's custom work, you know. But nice. Yeah, man. Good times. That's when I hit it hard, and, uh, and then it was time to open up my own shop and. Go for a little next level, man, you know? So your own shop, was that out there or was that when no, you came home? No, I worked for somebody out there and then uh, came back here and opened up our shop here in the Berkshires. And what year was that? Uh, that might have been, I think I moved back here in 2012. Okay, cool, man. So. And now were you heavily into painting before you started uh, tattooing? I was a graffiti artist. Grew oh. up in, in that realm. So yeah, still I was art, into man. painting things, it's, not canvases. It's, though, it's you know? still art, though, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stepped away from that. But I think that's what gave me my drive to uh, stay really productive. I was really uh, hungry and doing a lot of street art stuff and always trying to get the biggest, craziest spot. So that led into progressive large-scale tattooing, I'd assume. Yeah, I know a lot of taggers, but I just, I never got into that, and I don't quite understand the etiquette behind it, and there's yeah. like, you know, it gets crazy and shit. Yeah, I think it's a, it's like a fever, man, you know. <laughs> Very well, cool. Yeah, so. Very cool. So now, you've been in this location since 2012, or were you somewhere yeah, else before this? no, we moved back, and I opened this shop up here in Dalton, I think about 2012, 13, something like that. So it's been cool. seven years we've been open here. In so. this building? Yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah. You've got quite the atmosphere, man. This is yeah. this has got to be one of the grooviest shops I've been cool, in. Cool, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. Grew up uh, last of 14 kids. My mom was an antique dealer, real oddity lady, uh, considered a witch, I guess, man. <laughs> so I grew up with that. So I put this shop together, collecting things myself. And, and you got addicted to gilded things, right? Oh, yeah, yep. Filigree, timeless stuff, man. Yep. yep. Cool, cool, yeah, man. I man. love the, little, the velvet atmosphere. Little dark art, fine art mix, you know. That's what cool. I prefer, so, yeah. Cool, cool. Um, and as an artist, you know, at what point did you start to develop your style? 
man, I've always been into more uh, dark, darker twist of things, you know? I think it was a matter of not just developing the style, I think it was uh, developing the technique to match with the style was more, I think, what I had to go for. I think I, my style's been pretty similar ever since I started doing art, really young, collecting skulls since uh, five years old, man. Okay. First human skull at 11 years old, man. And Who are some of your bigger influences as far as, like, you know, maybe graffiti, tattooing, yeah, painting? Yeah, you know, uh, anybody more abstract. Um, a lot of graffiti artists back in the day, but I think now I try to search more outside of tattooing for inspiration, you know. Right. Um, but obviously, you know, Victor Portugal, David Jacara, more uh, technical, darker styles, and Paul Booth, obviously, you know. Right. And, uh, yeah, but... Um, a lot of, uh, obviously, Beksinski for painting, and yeah, anyone who does a little more dark, surreal twist, something more uh, interesting, I guess, to look at, make you think, you know? Well, I mean, you know, we all try and seek out like-minded individuals yeah. to, uh, to bond sure, with and, sure. or to, to, uh, to emulate, I guess. Yeah. Anybody that gets your mind going makes you question, question things, man. That's what I like, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I know that feeling. So, Brian, what was your first introduction to me and my products at Needle Jig? Ah, oh, man, I heard about Needle Jig when I lived in California, uh, maybe, God, 12 years ago, something like that. And um, I was ordering products from you when I was in California. Sweet, Didn't man. know you personally at all. I came home and uh, went to place an order when I was here, and I had to uh, figure some of the discrepancies, so I checked the number, called it, and I realized the local number, and I was like, wait, that can't be right, so... I called, and sure enough, you guys were a couple miles up the road, so that was really cool, and uh, got to go to the uh, warehouse, and then met you guys personally, and was on ever since, man. Cool. It's always cool to see you, that's for yeah, sure. Yeah, cool, man. Awesome. Yeah, great. Always stop by. Someone local, owned by a tattoo artist, man, so yeah, it's good stuff. It's weird that we both had a really similar history and start in the same area, yeah. you know, and then we both migrated away, went and did our stint somewhere yeah. else, built our careers somewhere sure, else, and sure. then... You know, came back to the nest, I guess yeah, you could say. great place to live, man. It's beautiful out here. It's uh, off the beaten path a little bit, and a uh, great place. Got to travel out a little bit to uh, spread the wings at times. But, uh, yeah, and I'd rather raise my children here than sure enough, man. the big city, that's sure for enough. sure. For sure. <laughs> I know you're real selective with your clients, sure. and a lot of people that are getting tattooed here are definitely traveling in to see you because, cool. you know, most of the guys around here are not quite looking for what you do, so... So how do you get your clients? I mean, I know you travel extensively. Yeah, um, you know, I'm not big into pumping my art out everywhere, man. I like people to kind of search and find a little more natural, I guess, you know. But, uh, uh, you know, Internet, man, it's a damn thing. So get stuff out there and uh, people see the work. And, you know, I'm fortunate enough to have them travel out here and want to come get some custom work by me and, you know, Word of mouth almost, I guess, you know. What percentage of the people you tattoo are other tattooers? Actually, a lot of musicians. I'd say musicians. more musician artists. Uh, you know, I find a lot of people in a little heavier style stuff like to come and uh, collect more texture, dark art, fits the bill, I guess, a little bit more for that style stuff. And uh, Man, we, we live in the middle of nowhere. I mean, yeah. uh, you can get people to travel here but you you know you have to you have to build that reputation sure, for sure, sure. Uh, people like to come out here maybe to get work done but also make a little vacation on yeah, it too yeah 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 i think once people travel out here they actually like the area it's a little vacation from the madness man come and yeah. relax get some cool work done man hang out and, yeah. as long as they don't stay too long we don't want to yeah, get this yeah, overpopulated yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you started with coils just like all of us now. Sure, sure. Uh, at what point did you maybe make the switch into rotaries? Oh, man. I've been using uh, rotaries for a long time. Uh, coils, obviously, started off with that. Still use coils at times for yeah. sure, man. It's uh, a little nostalgic, man. Gets a little different opportunity, different approach for the medium. And uh, I'd say maybe um, I think I use Carson Hill's pneumatic machines were the first rotaries I used a long time ago when they first came out and uh, tried that that was cool um, went from every kind man bishops to I got a whole drawer man you know yep. a little museum collection of them but yep. uh, you know I prefer them now uh, with cartridges 
that I work so fast that it's uh, keeping up with my ideas. So, you know, being able to switch the cartridges out instantly to the new one and keep it rolling and yeah. nonstop, man. So I find that instead of setting up eight machines, man, it's a little nicer to use those for me, uh, keep it fluent, keep up with my uh, my vision, man. That's the most important thing, a lot of freehand work and whatnot. So uh, the more... I can accomplish what my idea is a little yeah. bit quicker. I don't rush, obviously, but to keep up with it is a uh, key for me, you know? Very cool. Yeah. That's, a, that's a name you mentioned, though, Carson Hill, man. Uh, yeah. A lot of the younger artists today probably don't know. They, oh, they probably yeah. never even heard of Numa Machines. Oh, and yeah. Carson was a big supporter of, me, of mine you know, yeah, years cool. back, too, yeah, so that was cool. he changed the whole movement, I'd say. Yep. I'd say that's he's right. the one that really set it off with, yep. uh, with rotaries and whatnot and got people going. Actually, Absolutely. he contacted me recently. Nice. Uh, I, had, uh, I posted a little nostalgic thing on my page, uh, showed some of my old collection, and he uh, said he was out of his ass if I'd ever be willing to sell them. And I said, man, I'd probably give them to him. How could he not, you know? Yep. So Absolutely. Yes. No, I, I haven't seen him in a while. I'm still in contact with Eno from time to time, though, cool. too, though. But, awesome. uh, but, yeah, any of you young guys out there, man, you should Google Carson Hill Definitely. and just, just see what he contributed. Yeah. Yeah, collect up. I got a lot of old, you know, Mickey Sharps, obviously, a lot of old Sassafari machines, workhorse irons, uh, you know. A lot of the old collections, all the yeah. the workers, man. See, now so you're saying old, but see, you got about you know, I got almost ten years on you, though. So, sure so that's not really old to me. These are these are guys yeah. I more or less came up with, rather than yeah, you know, yeah. I look at my a more, older collection. I, guess, I look at them more as peers than yeah. than you yeah, know, like yeah, yeah. Uh, old timers. So. Yeah, I'd say my older collection of machines <laughs> is what I'm going for. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we all have uh, a yeah. Now I got pile. a huge collection of rotaries, man, and uh, I switch them out though. Keeps things exciting, man, you know. Got to keep uh, the energy moving and keep a little spark in everyday work, man. So, yeah. Yep, definitely. Now, how much time do you spend tattooing a week? Oh, man, uh, it's a lot, definitely. Uh, six days a week, I'd say, most of the time. Lately, I've been taking a little extra day off. Uh, got a young one and been painting a lot. So this last maybe year, cut it down to maybe two days off a week and, um, so, but yeah, each day I'd say I'm here, you know, I get in about 10, 30, 11 till 11 at night, man, at least every day. So that's yeah. dedication. Man. Yeah. I do one appointment a day, uh, focus on one large project so I can, uh, accomplish a lot, a lot of multi-day in a row projects with clients traveling to do stuff. So that's always a benefit, man. You know, it's like a big ongoing project. We can conquer a lot. So. Yep. How important do you think it is that you maintain painting and, you know, mixing uh, mediums to, to invalu- feed each other? Invaluable, man. Definitely. Um, everything I do, my um, skull collecting is huge for my inspiration, for sure. So, uh, you know, I photo shoot all my skulls and uh, textures, everything. I, I really enjoy it. I do a lot of photography for inspiration, but uh, painting is just key. You know, it's uh, get to explore all new techniques, no pressures. It's all for yourself your own imaginary crowd to judge you, you know what I mean? So instead of uh, testing out on clients or whatnot. So I get to try so many new techniques and then instantly bring them right into tattooing. So that's where uh, the big changes made in tattooing, I think, for me is uh, when they started becoming more seamless, I could acquire, accomplish the techniques I would do in art and painting in tattooing. You know, I was raised up more traditional style. I'm self-taught, so, you know, uh, what was available... When I was starting, was more traditional style tattooing. So that versus my artwork was definitely two different entities. Let and, me uh, guess: Huck's balling A to Z from just over the mountain, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, you know that. <laughs> <laughs> so. Now, did you have a tattoo artist T-shirt with a little dragon <laughs> on it too? <laughs> no, I know I no, had no, one. No, I didn't have that. Oh but, man, you yeah. missed out. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I can call Bill and Jeff and get you one. I say still print awesome. them. <laughs> cool, definitely. So. Yeah, man, I think that's the most important thing is uh, making the fusion between art and tattooing for me so they're not separate entities. And I'm still exploring that, you know. it's uh, I think rotaries were a huge, huge uh, help to me doing that. You know, I draw a lot with my machines, the cartridge retracts, and I draw on skin. And I, you know, a lot of um, abstractions, make shapes, smudges, and I see things out of those and then right. go for that. That's I've been really into... Um, really into uh, focusing on what excites me for tattooing. So 
abstractions, writing a list of everything that I'm really uh, sparks me, and then mixing those together from my skulls, imagery, to teeth, to certain techniques and painting. I make little lists and keep them near me and make sure I'm checking those off during my pieces, to be nice. honest. So you, you, you keep an organization yeah, and a structure. Yeah, really compartmentalizing my whole process and techniques and influences, you know? Awesome. So, yeah, I think that's really helping excel and helping me um, put the two together, you know, art and tattooing fuse into one thing, man, you know? It's key. Now... I've done the same. I know when I would take and paint things I wanted to tattoo and and and, and try and meld the two like you're doing. Sure. Uh, obviously, we know that some things just don't transfer sure, from one sure, medium sure. to the next. So what are the limitations that you've found? Oh, you know, skin, different readability than canvas. And, uh, you know, you can layer, but you can't erase. You can't go back over with a new color, and you know. So you got to be a little more accurate on approach, um, contrast for sure. You know, uh, skin types, obviously different tones, different values, uh, different approach for people. You know, that makes a big difference. I um, know I've never never done a perfect tattoo. I, I, I've screwed up yeah. something in every tattoo I've ever yeah, done. Of course. Now nobody knows by the time I'm finished. Yeah, but that's what makes a good artist. I think is the art of being able to bounce back and transform anything into uh, you know a technique. That's you know that's why I really like more the uh, freehand, the design on skin. Uh, stop limiting myself and have to go for this perfect image. You know, uh, you're setting yourself up for failure almost. I think so by exploring. Uh, different techniques, a little more organic approach um, makes the pieces more interesting, mm -hmm. for sure, you know. That's what, you know, flaws are what make things look natural and, you know, so right. you know, learn how to manipulate and use that, I feel like, better approach. I know when I was tattooing on a daily basis, I used to avoid trying to do a completed image for a customer because sure. I knew I was going to change my mind throughout the process, so sure. I... Whenever possible, just try to do a loose sketch. This is sort of where we're going. Sure. And maintain that freedom yeah. to change my mind all the way to the end. Now, do you do you do a lot of pre-drawn art or you just... No, nope. I used to. I used to do a lot of, uh, you know, it started off old school, you know, drawing paper, uh, light colored pencils, building it up to your outline inked uh, stencils. But I rarely do that anymore. Uh, I find that if I pre-design something too much, uh, it loses a lot of the magic. You know, I'm all about that time. You know, the, the artist has a vision at that moment. They're never going to want to do anything more than that piece at that moment. So, you mm -hmm. know, each day when they come in, um, body shape plays a huge template in things. You could do a perfect uh, stencil design, put it on. It don't read right. So doesn't it's flow. Been, you know, I got to take it all off and mm -hmm. redo. So, you know, I use the body for the template. It's like a canvas. I put a white canvas out sometimes. I stare at it, and I'm scared of it for three hours. I don't paint. But, uh, you know, once I start smudging, making some marks, it's all of a sudden it starts creating itself, you know, and that's what I like, you know, it gives you a little guideline and, yeah. Very so, cool. Yeah. Now, medium, are you using the oils mostly? Yeah, I actually just started my first acrylics recently, but uh, I started off with oils actually first for painting. You know? if, I, if I use oils, I've got to use the, uh, the additives for faster drying. Sure. If I use acrylics, I've got to use the retarders to yeah. slower drying because sure, sure. neither one fits my style perfectly. Yeah, you know, I found it's cool. Uh, the bigger studio like this, oils take a little longer to dry. Enclosed rooms, air conditioner, it uh, doubles the time. So it's like in between acrylic oil. It's really cool. I've been experimenting with that lately. Yeah. So uh, you get different techniques that way. But yeah, I start off in oil. Anything that's more of a... Uh, I guess um, a little more technical is what attracts me, you mm -hmm. know, so I know that's a little more technical, scientific, so that actually attracts me more. I'm, I'm attracted more to things that are going to have a lot more, um, what would you call it, uh, a lot more, oh God, what would you call it, just a little bit harder to do, a little bit more, um, challenging? Know, yeah, a little more challenge, that's cool. what attracts me, yeah. I don't know, I like, I like oils because you can get into it later. And still smear around the paint yeah, that you did a day or two before. Glazing, man. Yeah. You can't beat glazing. Definitely. You know, so. Yeah, just the creaminess, the feel is like magic, you know. So, mm -hmm. Yeah. 
really enjoy it. So. I went through a phase where I was using uh, acrylics and FW watercolors, both. Nice. You know, to lay a base with the acrylics and cool, then cool. be able to wash over yeah, and yeah. something like that for a short phase. Sure. Just mixed medium. Yeah, yeah. I like Try different things. See yeah, what happens. For sure. I'm into airbrushing as well and, uh, you know, pencil design, charcoal. So uh, sometimes for my paintings, I rarely start a drawing first. Uh, sometimes a little charcoal sketch, you know, on there and then you know, go over that. Or sometimes, you know, the uh, the digital mediums now are just incredible, too. You know, Wacom, I, I got multiple desktop Wacom setups, a mobile one, iPad. So I, uh, instead of doing studies for oil paintings, I might do a little sketch of there and then get my idea for something and then take it to the canvas, you know. so Nice. Yeah. Are you, what are you using for a software? Oh, I really like the iPad, obviously, you know, that works really well, and uh, the AirDrop's awesome, I might see some reference I like, and on my phone, snap it, go home, open my tablet, it's already there, you know, it's just seamless, so... Uh, Are you in Photoshop, or Yeah, Procreate, Photoshop, or? Procreate, Photoshop, I really like for the Wacom tablets, it's just, uh, the big desktop ones, it's so amazing, you can just go, go, but... Uh, they are making so many things for the iPad now to make it uh, seamless. You know, it's it's really exciting. So I'm just putting my foot in the water right now uh, with that. Yeah. Just 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 trying to yeah. to mess with it. I don't get a whole lot of time, unfortunately, to yeah. to do art that much anymore because sure. business keeps me hopping. Sure, but sure. Uh, yeah. when I can, I still do. Yeah, I really like that. I remember. I think one of my early people I seen was uh, Jed Likeness. Uh, He's, uh, you know, was an oil painter, passed now, awesome, big influence, obviously. But uh, I remember seeing some of his early digital drawings, and uh, YouTube took him down years ago. But, uh, man, as soon as I seen that, it was just like, got to get that. It's awesome, man. So I was doing a lot of uh, photo production uh, earlier in my uh, portrait stage of tattooing, a lot mm -hmm. of composition on there, and uh, mix things, redraw my own compositions, and then tattoo that almost as a portrait. But... I stop, uh, I don't do as much that now. It's, I feel it's a little more limiting. Uh, freehand is like, love freehanding everything now. You know, I still use stencil stuff at times, but more freehanding for nice. sure, man. It's just, uh, I get so much more accomplished and uh, something more interesting I would have never thought of in a stencil process. You know? Right, but that only comes because you have enough experience at this sure, point in time. Sure. You had to go through the phases of, oh, yeah, you know, starting sure. in the beginning, yeah, then working on reproducing your own photos, staging your own photos, lighting, totally, things yeah. like that, you know, yeah. building in shadows and highlights sure, and sure. reproducing those. And after you do enough of those, awesome. then you can just... Yep, master your designs, man. Yeah. That's what it's about, you know. I do a lot of photography at home, shadow boxes for my skulls. And uh, even if I don't use them, I just like to do that. And I see new things every time. And then... Uh, you know, remember your little favorite parts. And I think everyone looks for their style. You know, I think people search for style. And uh, it's going to sound cliche, but I think your style finds you. It's uh, things that you like to do that you find the most interesting. Uh, you know, different items, different techniques. And you, when you hodgepodge it together over repetition, that becomes your style. You know, yeah. so, uh, that, yeah, from everything I'm into, collecting, the painting, the photos, it just hodgepodge together and... Now I can more accomplish that with tattooing. Yeah, yeah, you're right, man. One of my favorite sayings is when the when the student is ready, the teacher appears. Yes, man. And it's it. just yeah. and it's 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 uh, it's been an enormous part of my life. Sure. Um, I'm capable of anything, mm -hmm. but until I develop a certain skill set, I'm not sure. given that opportunity. Definitely. And as as soon as I open my mind to the possibilities, yeah. well, guess what? They're there. Totally. And then we can move totally. forward. But in, until I'm willing, or I can't say not until I'm willing, until I have the capacity to move forward, I can't. Totally. So yeah, yeah, I get yeah. that, man. For sure, man. Yeah, everything's out there. It presents itself. Uh, it's all out there, man. When you're ready for it, it'll be there, you know. So, Very cool. Yeah, for sure. We think a lot alike. Yeah, it's awesome. Progressive, man. Let's go back to early life, man, and, and, and tell me, what was your first experience or exposure to tattooing? Oh, man, that's a good one. Uh, you know, I don't know my very first. Oh, yeah, you know, I think I do know my first. My brother, uh, I had six brothers growing Damn. up. So seven sisters. I'm the last of 14. So I had a brother, musician, and uh, I remember he wanted to get tattooed. And my dad always told everybody, if you're going to do something, do it all the way. So he <laughs> came home, I think, with ta four tattoos, one here, 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 here. All in like a couple days, man. So, you know, old rock style. That was sleeves then. So uh, I think his 
You know, I think he had a dragon around a dagger, and I think he had a tiger with a dagger, and the Tasmanian devil, and then uh, <laughs> his nickname was the Shadow, so it had something there. So I think that was my first experience, and uh, he's also my godfather, my brother. So, uh, you know, to me, man, he used to play shows, come home, and uh, man, he would smell like beer and sweat, and I thought that was rock and roll, man. I'm like, <laughs> he's rock and roll, just the smell. So I seen his tattoos, man, and... Uh, Shit, man, you know, that's where I wanted to go. And then, uh, but I think my first experience with uh, actual artists and whatnot, you know, obviously Guy Aitchison, I've seen his stuff. Oh, he's creative. I was into a lot of organic stuff back then. Uh, Paul Booth, I remember seeing Paul Booth for, I think it was in Worcester. Man, that was a long time ago. Uh, first I think show. one of his first Art Fusion yeah. shows, yeah. I seen him in. Uh, Man, it was a Philip Lou, I forget, Philip Lou, someone, they were doing the whole back collaboration on this little guy, he was bouncing around, I was just like, holy shit, I'm in there, that's what I want to be doing, man, so, yeah, that was, uh, that was some of my first interactions with, uh, I guess, seeing artists and really, uh, damn, man, that's what I want to do, you know, so, nice. yeah, man, ever since then, uh, you know, yeah. Now, when you started tattooing, like, like, what was... What were your goals? I know when I started tattooing, sure. I just wanted to tattoo. Yeah. I would look in magazines. I'd idolize these people. Yeah. But I never would have thought that I would achieve any sort of level of excess the way those yeah. guys did. Um, so what were you thinking in the early days? Man, I'll be honest. It was, uh, I was a pretty hardcore graffiti writer for a long mm -hmm. time, man. I was like, uh, my life, really, man. I was really into it. I would... I remember going out, I'd paint seven pieces a night, man. I remember I'd go out from nine in the morning till seven in the morning from this spot to there, train tracks. And uh, so I just had, I had, it was almost like a disease, man, a fever. I just, as much as I could get up, the best I could get up, the biggest. So uh, tattooing was just another uh, medium for a billboard for artwork, you know. Mm -hmm. So uh, a just, way to express I yourself. I had that fever of production, man. So mm -hmm. uh, that was one of my goals, man. It's uh you know, there's people everywhere. It's like a train travels across the country. These people are in public. So, you know, I have my artwork uh, riding everywhere, man. You know, I love that. And I just like things growing on things, organic. You know, when I paint trains, do everything. Tattoos, same thing, man. Just wrapping the, the natural organic flow of things and seeing them on people walking, man. Now, I know so, you like your artistic freedom, obviously. Now, when your clients come in, yeah. um, how much do you let them guide Man, uh, you know, uh, I've definitely taken ideas uh, from what people like. Lately, I'll be honest, man, a lot of people have been coming in, and uh, the common thing, I don't know how to explain your style this, but, you know, it's sick. I love what you do, and uh, let's do it. So just give actually, you, just give you really a, cool. a body part and sometimes, let you go? Yeah, sometimes it's really cool, though, if people give some idea without too much micromanage, uh, right. you know, but obviously you're tattooing somebody, so, you know, if they have uh, ideas, opinions, what they want to have, that's cool, man. That could uh, create something new. You step out of the box and uh, think of some different stuff that you normally wouldn't, which so, is cool, man. Sometimes you might not want to do it, then you do it, and you're like, damn, that's a whole new wave yeah. of uh, things you can do. So you're, you're open to that. Yeah, I know, I'm, I'm open I know to too it, many as long as it's not too generic and too... Uh, right. You know, stuff we see. Because a lot of people, they see something, they're fixated. If it's not that piece, it's not right, and you're setting yourself up for disaster because you're right. never going to duplicate this thing, and I wouldn't want to do that anyway. So as long as people are open-minded and uh, let me translate it through my voice, man, that's that's it. You know? Okay. Yeah. So so your, your ultimate goal is to get your artwork out or to satisfy your customer? Man, to satisfy my soul, bro. You okay. Know, it's like to uh, fulfill this uh, endless need, man, this hunger, dude, you know? It's like a dog with a piece of meat in front of his face, never get it, chasing it forever, man. It's, uh, it's, no, it's not to find my happiness, my place. It's just to, uh, man, to fill this hunger every day. That's it for me, to be honest. Right. Obviously satisfy clients, but it's really for my own fulfillment to feel mm -hmm. alive, man, that I'm... Uh, that I'm doing something productive that I find interest in. Right. With me, I've always been like, I get enough clients to let me do my thing. Yeah. But ultimately, I do a lot of redundant things I have in the sure. past. But tattooing wasn't anywhere near as custom back then. Yeah. So making the customer happy, even if it was something I didn't want to do, that's what was really important to me. They left with a real big smile on their face yeah, yeah, and send more business later, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah. I would have a great feeling of accomplishment there. Totally. And I didn't, 
need to have that, say, 80% of the time. I only needed that 20% of the time because yeah. I had that 20% of the clients that would just let yeah. me go. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's part of owning uh, this kind of business. It's the best move ever made, more of a private studio where, um, you know, the finance isn't as big as I could do a street shop, probably make a lot double uh, yeah. doing fast things. But by having my own shop and really uh, being into something I like, um, you get to pick and choose a little bit more, which I'm fortunate. So, uh, you know, I love satisfying clients with things, but I don't really want to do the redundant stuff like that. I want to keep pushing a little further with the styles I like, which is, uh, that's so important, man. You know, it's uh, invaluable. I can't uh, describe how important that is, you know, because uh, right. without that, then it's, uh, you're never going to progress. So if I put filler pieces in, it's, uh, you know, those are months where I didn't, progress in the realm I want to, man. So right. by owning my own place like this, uh, it attracts a certain kind of people. And also, it attracts really cool people uh, for freehand stuff. They're not, you get people have to know exactly what they're looking for, and then people that what they get is exactly what it was supposed to be. So it attracts more of an adventurous person, and being around people like that, I find uh, it's much better for my soul, man, you know? Cool. Yeah. So. You're a true artist, man. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> I remember, uh, man, a cool memory I have uh, when I was really young. My mom, uh, my mom used to do palmistry, Reiki classes, all this, and people would come over and, uh, what do you want to be when you're older? And I remember telling people, uh, you got to guess what it is. It starts with an R. And I was so young, man. And uh, they're the reverend. I'm like, reverend, what? No, man, all this stuff. And I'm like, an artist, dummy. I was so young, man. I want to be an artist. I was five. I couldn't even spell it right, man. Oh, I'll make a great tattoo, man. You uh, should get that done, artist. Uh, you know, so no, no, no regrets, no man. No regrets. Oh, shit. <laughs> Fucking artist, dummy. <laughs> you got room in your belly? We can do a big belly rocker. <laughs> Shit, artist. That's <laughs> it. Uh, and then you have to misspell tits. Oh, uh, yeah. Artists. <laughs> Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Oh, man. And it was what? Maybe when you were, what, 34? <laughs> you wanted to spell it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Spell check. Hey, we grew up in the woods. What do you want? Oh, man. Yeah. God, I had to be maybe five years old, six during that time. <laughs> Uh, awesome. Still not spelling shit right, so I don't do lettering anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> so no baby names for you. Oh, man, here and there. I actually like doing lettering, man, but, uh, you know, not all the little tiny stuff. I'll still throw some in here and there because I grew up as a lettering artist, man. But uh, that's the thing with doing the style art that I'm into. I had to unlearn all that uh, symmetry I was so obsessed with and uh, definitive lines. And now I like, uh, you know, I like clean lines, obviously, but uh, organic approach. So lettering i love but i've transformed into something else man and i just let it be what it is man and uh let it you know it, it's it's its own entity it's its own its own beast man and i just run with it i completely envy your loose style because i can't yeah, do that I, I draw too rigid me too uh, i've been told before by many people like you know it's like i it's like i like i draw with a ruler yeah, you know it yeah. has to be structured and i can't well, get that's away from how that. i was man it's crazy man I, well, once i'm learning that you know and that's where rotaries played a big role man is uh you know, needles retracting, being able to draw on the skin with the machine as I'm tattooing, dipping a little ink. It's like, I mean, that just changed everything. Helped me unlearn my uh, such a definitive, uh, edgy thing, man. And now approach things looser, but with a technical style because that's where I come from. I right. think a lot of people approach things, uh, not want to say too painterly, but their style is extra painterly and it's really loose in a tattoo form, which to last, a lot of things do have to have a lot of structure and... Uh, contrast and definitive parts for tattooing which is different than a painting you know? yeah your work still has all the technical qualities you've yeah. got your composition you've got your, sure. your your lights your shadow your balance yeah. all that's there so but see it the still has a freedom and a flow to it yeah, which is totally, it's more natural man. yeah yeah i like that something you can get close and uh, appreciate all the technical approach and something you back up and it looks great from afar you know have the medium, man. That's what sure. I tell people all the time, especially when you're doing large pieces. Yeah, you, yeah it's yeah. got to grab your attention from across the room. Yeah. As you get closer, you see more detail, oh, and man. then when you get on top of it, there's even more. Totally. It, it, it's a happy balance meeting yeah. between everything. Can be sure. appreciated yeah. in, in different. different yeah, I'm really into a lot of theory, man. Right now, with every direction of things, man. The more theory, the better. You know, it's. Uh, I feel like that really will. Uh, you know, advance you so much, you know, just breaking mm -hmm. down a lot of theory from, 
you know, contrast, the shadows, the light, textures, the smooth, reflective, the non-porous to, you know, the uh, life, death, dark light, whatever, man, you know. A lot of theory in that form, top of the bodies, guys usually stronger, stronger imagery, you know, to uh, legs, more, um, you know, something more power to hold on, you know, it's uh, energy looking towards the middle. I'm big into all theory stuff, man. Cool. Some down here looking up, some down here looking down. Keep it all as a as a form, you know, energy flowing. Well, I know your favorite stuff is is definitely black and gray. Maybe yeah. a little color bounced yeah. in here sure. and there. But I was looking around at some of your paintings earlier, and some of the newer stuff is is uh, not black and gray, but it's monochromatic. You got yeah. some red ones behind me here, yeah, yeah, sure, and I'm appreciating sure. those quite a bit. I think uh, for painting, I do like a full color painting. A lot of monochromatic are for studies for uh, a freehand piece I would tattoo with a little extra okay. touch of color. But a lot of those monochromatic are more uh, studies. They're not super advanced paintings to a big finished masterpiece. I do like a lot of full color. Um, I paint in color. I always was into color, but tattoos, I feel uh, for my style, is more timeless and I can express myself better. Um, mm -hmm. You know, uh, I can always add in. I feel like with black and gray tattoos, I can fuse more various imagery and make it more seamless and unified uh, than a color piece, you know. Japanese versus American traditional, a little bit opposite, same technique, but imagery I feel clash a little bit. So I feel like I can express myself more black and gray, and I can uh, conquer a, a lot of work in a, a matter of time with that, too. I, I find I get too technical with color, so... You know, I, I walk away, piece this big, and all day long in a black and gray, I'm rocking something huge. You know, right. it's not just about coverage, but I do like to see a nice full piece, man. You know, so well, it's obvious that you paint a lot because this room is not enormous, but there's got to be 50 plus canvases in here in various <laughs> stages of completion. So yeah, I love it, it's, man. It's, 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 I, I it's also impressive. I oil painting uh, a few years back, man. Maybe yeah. three years ago. You know, I painted a uh, spray aerosol uh, to um, airbrush, but uh, recently I, I started oil painting, and it's just finally, man, got into it. Self-taught in oil painting, you know. Everything I've done is self-taught, uh, so it took it was a little extra longer for me to, to do things, you know. But uh, I got how? closets full of paintings, man. I got to start getting I was going to say, how many, how many paintings do you think you start or complete in a month's time oh man it's hard to say you go through phases of painting a lot and then uh you get knocked off the the run of it quickly you know from traveling come back and paint but um you know i'm really trying to hone in on that more i want to tattoo a little bit uh less and paint way more man it's uh you know, tattooing's great. It does so much for me. I, I tattoo and I'm just, I'm in another place. But painting is like, uh, you know, I feel the best thing people can do is daydream, man. It's like your own personal vacation. So when I paint, I come in and it's uh, honestly, man, it's like a six-hour daydream with a product when I'm done, you know. So it's like you just can't beat that. So if I can find that place more for myself, you know, I don't do drugs. I don't do any of that. So if I can paint and go somewhere else like that, it's just like uh Man, it's great, you know. It's right. Like well, best. it's your journey. You you just yeah, control the destination. Totally. And I let it happen, man. I serve the painting, man. I try not to narrate that too much, too. You know, it's mm -hmm. uh, it's yeah, man. That's my favorite, man. Painting. I don't know how many I do a month, man. Not enough. <laughs> <laughs> now I know you travel extensively. I mean, you're every time I look, you're off in Europe or yeah. Poland or totally. Japan or totally. or doing stuff or Love whatever. It. Now, when you come home from those trips, you you've 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 got to be inspired. Immensely. Oh, it's fire, man. It's, that's what it is. Uh, it's energy, man. I'm, I'm going there to, to keep this rolling, man, the momentum, you know. That's what it's all about, man, you know, for nice. sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, traveling's the best, man. I grew up traveling a lot. I spent a lot of my younger years in uh, Egypt growing up with my mom. Traveled there. Uh, I've been to Egypt five times. Spent a lot of time there. So, uh, yeah, my mom was a traveler, man. She was kind of like a gypsy almost, so I spent a lot of time with I her. I can't see how you ended up in the tattoo world, man. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. just like, so, we're all gypsies or pirates. Yeah, her, man. man. So, yeah, so I traveled so much with my mom, and uh, I just see the benefit of that, you know. So my daughter's young, and that's the thing. I'm trying to give her the gift of experience as well mm -hmm. and uh, travel as much as I can. She'll be in Japan. She's only three and a half. She's been to more museums than most adults I've ever met, man, and... Uh, yeah, we'll be in Japan with her in a couple of weeks again. And awesome. Yeah, man. She's awesome. such a smart, 
Such a smart girl, she's too, a, man. She's it's, on one, man. She's another breed, man, for sure. She'll pass you in a few years. Oh, she will, man. <laughs> she's already, uh, that's her game at night. Let's hop in my bed. Let's find shadows and highlights. And it's amazing. <laughs> Tell me what colors it takes to mix colors. And, uh, awesome. Yeah, man, it's cool. It's only three and a half. And she's. Does uh, she have a little easel she paints next to Oh, man, to you? she comes in. We paint together here all the time. Our first awesome. one we did, man, first oil painting we did together. Uh, Man, we sold it the next day, 350 bucks. Man, she's you know college first fun. One, we went exact. No, I took her actually. I took her to the uh, toy store. I got her some toys. Brought her to the art store. Had her spend some. I split it with her and uh, told her this is how it works. You know, you work hard, you do these, and then you invest back in it, and uh, then you have some to, to play and do what you want, man. So, so how old she, was she when she sold her first piece? Man, she was. Uh, I don't even think she was three years old, dude. Damn. Yeah, so she paints constantly, man, at home, and uh, yeah, it's cool. So I bring her here into paint at times, and I uh, just built a painting room at home, so now she'll be in there with me all the time. Yeah, she's really got an artistic mind, for sure. Awesome. She's an abstract thinker, for sure, man. Pretty cool. Yeah. And my wife's an artist, too, so it's, it's great, man. Well, Keep too many people get trapped into their world, their location, their yeah. locale, even their shop or, or their their region, their history, their experiences, and uh, more people should travel. And if you can't travel, you should read about traveling. You should read about cultures. You should understand better. Yeah, the cool thing is, man, my my dad was an orphan, man, and my mom's dad was an orphan, so we don't even know. I don't even truly know what nationality and everything, so it's like... Adopted myself. Wake up each morning and just, you know, it's whatever, you know, this is what it is today, man. There's no limits, man. I like that, you know. Yeah. that's that's it's definitely I don't know if being adopted is why I feel more like There's a wanderer no or yeah, gypsy. Yeah, yeah cuz no well, I mean, you, you have, have no you have no this. no concrete anchors. Totally. You know, I love my family that raised me, obviously my mother, my father, they always will be. Totally. Uh just recently met my my real mother, which is mind-blowing different yeah, topic. Sure, but um but realistically, I I've never really felt, I think, a lot of the same bonds and in, in, in anchors that many others have I think so, felt. too, man. I think a lot of, you know, you get a lot of people come in, they want their heritage tattoo, and, they, you know, they really lock themselves. I'm so pro. Yeah, too uh, defined. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, uh, wake up, man, in the morning, like I said, and, uh, you know, any What day, can I do re- different reinvent today? Reinvent yourself any day. There's yeah. no limits. I don't have to be this. Or the, you know. That's right. the way I look at it. I try to take everything and transform it in the progressive energy man you know awesome yeah so yeah man i need a sip of coffee yeah <laughs> freaking thirsty all right you say you still use coils and mm-hmm. rotaries what do you what makes you make that choice is it just a nostalgic thing once in a while or do you you know are there's a particular circumstance where you just Feel the need to go back to it. Uh, at this point, honestly, I think it's a little more nostalgic. Okay. Um, you know, um, they do have a lot of power. You can get some different techniques, obviously, with coils for mm-hmm. sure. Um, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I say more nostalgic. You know, I come home, it's a, it's a new approach, it's a new tool, excite the moment. You know what I mean? Right. Um, rotaries is, uh, that's my main go to thing. You know, it's uh, a simplified setup and, um, Man, I don't like I said I don't rush tattoos, but I, I work really fast, mm-hmm. and I find that rotaries can keep up with my uh, imagination better. You know, I don't have to switch so much, and uh, I really like having everything fully wrapped up and uh, you know a little quieter setting. You know, yeah. and it's it, you know. Well, you set an atmosphere in your place, obviously. I mean, we can tell the candelabras, yeah. the the gilded gold, the the red velvet, the, the mood lighting. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. Uh, I figure if we had a glass of wine, we'd be hugging it a little bit. A little bit, bit of blood. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I like right. a little more gothic feel of everything, man. You know, it uh, fits my uh, imagination better, man. I guess we sparked, man. Right. You know, that's what I like. I, I, coils to me are more nostalgic, too. Like, I have yeah. some really collectible pieces, some sure. old machines built by some people that are no longer with us. And, and I'll break those out maybe if I'm tattooing another tattooer. And I want to, yeah, you know, yeah, just a certain yeah, vibe. Sure. But other than that, I uh, I personally just appreciate the efficiency. I won't even say efficiency. The consistency of a rotary machine. Yeah. It runs the same today as it did yesterday. Yeah. You know, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. I, That's it, what I, do like I don't have to. I had to adapt and learn the techniques of the rotary. But 
when I'm tattooing, I have to think less about my machine and I can think yeah. more freely about my yeah. art. But, you know, at the same rate, it is a lot of fun uh, tuning them and everything. I, I enjoy the whole interaction with it and the hands-on. And, uh, right. you know, your machine's never dead. You can always revive it and uh, tune rotaries, unfortunately. You know, they can't gone. You know, yep. all of a sudden. They either work. work or they don't. Yeah, so that's a little bit, uh, you know, it's uh, it's cool. They're, they're great. I do... Uh, that's the one thing I'm not a huge fan of with rotaries is that uh, they're disposable, man. You know? Eventually. And yeah. I do love them, though. I love right. using them. It's what I use all the time. I do appreciate the, uh, the whole interaction with a coil. But I, mm -hmm. like I said, you know, uh, rotaries. My hand, man. I had carpal tunnel so bad, you couldn't even touch my hand. And uh, I've saved that by rotaries, man. That's, that's, awesome. that's a huge thing for me, too. You now, know? Do, you, do, you, do you use like a foam grip or, or do, you, do you expand sure, and of course. just reduce anything you can to reduce that vibration? Yeah, 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 of course. I, I wrap them up, uh, whether it's a foam grip, towels, little uh, color coven tape on there. I wrap mine fat, man, you know. The only thing. Fairly big paws, man. So. The only thing I really miss about, about, about coils and steel grips is the weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can I get just, weighted grips for the machines. Yeah, the but uh, it, it's not the same. Yeah, no, it's definitely not. The power, man, mm -hmm. for lining and whatnot. But I have no problem lining with all my, my uh, rotaries. It's a different different technique. I find myself with rotaries, though, I tense up a lot more for my lines than I do with coils. Right. Because i got to use a lot more physical. Well, you're using motion. strength because you, you have to physically hold the machine yeah, to the skin yeah, because yeah. the weight's not there to naturally exactly. keep it in place. Exactly. Plant and stiffer, so, you know... A little tenser on the muscles, but you know, doing this all day on a shoulder with a uh, rotary is a lot more uh, easy than a coil. For you know, after so many years, man, it wears that vibrations and all that. Well, and I know you've had some back problems too from time to time. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I mean, we all do. But but, yeah, what do you do to uh, help that? Do you stop? Do you stretch? What what oh, what's man. your normal routine? Oh God, yeah, a lot of stretching. Uh, lost a lot of weight. Just being up on being more healthy, man. It was time to make the changes. And, uh, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, man. Having a little one makes that change for you, too. Yeah, you? yeah, yeah. I was carrying her around. And, you know, well, I just mean the, the, the longevity aspect. Oh, totally, I mean, once totally, you went, totally, You know, we, we, we generally live hard, fast, crash and burn. No, but when you have kids, all of a sudden it's yeah. like, damn. Yeah. I want, I want a little. Got to be there a little longer. I want to live a little longer. Yeah. I want to I want, I want see my child grow up i want to see their children grow up totally. so then you start to yeah subconsciously even consciously sure. make changes sure sure you know we're, we're no longer the badasses we used oh, to be oh man yeah 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 <laughs> that's another thing losing weight man it's like i don't need to be this big bold dude no more man skinnier i am fitting on the clients the better man you know right. so yeah so so you're doing yoga on saturday mornings oh yeah you want to join me sure nice <laughs> <laughs> You do loop your needles, don't you? Yeah, I think so. You don't trust me 100%, do you? That'd yeah. be fucked up. Yeah, no, I definitely, uh, I, I definitely check them. Uh, you know, I definitely, I think a little less than before, for sure, but right. I definitely still check them. I think a, 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 new needles these days, mass-produced, obviously. Are you still looping your needles? Yeah, I, I do. Um, you know, I find myself even just examining cartridges a lot, man. I've been doing that a lot lately, just uh, just checking them out, seeing the molds, everything on them, man. Mm -hmm. I'm into that, not just the needles. I, I actually like just checking the cartridges up close, man, right. you know. Um, but, yeah, I you know, honestly, I don't loop them as much as I did with the other ones because you have a defined setup when I'm, when I'm using coils. I take them out, everything's set, I do everything. Cartridges sometimes, you know, I grab a couple on the go, pop them open and, you know, but I definitely try to loop them as much as possible, obviously, right. you know. I think um, a lot of people do the same thing. Now, the old days, uh, you should loop every needle. We all totally should, for yeah. sure. But in the old days, you know, we're taking a needle, we're basically dropping into a yeah. steel tube. Yeah, yeah. That's where the damage usually that's came about. So that's when people are like, just double check and make sure totally. you didn't screw it up. I would do it before, and once they're in there, I would check mm -hmm. them on the, on the coils, you know. I know when I'm sure. walking around the shows, I'll watch guys, and they'll just like be in the middle of a tattoo and take their gloves off, grab a couple new cartridges, pop them open on their system, and, and start tattooing, and I cringe, you yeah. know. And I'm like, because I know, well, I know my... I can't vouch for other companies, yeah. but I know our, our consistency is up there as high as we can keep it possibly. Yeah. But every once in a while, sure. you're going to get something. Sure, and, sure, you, know, sure. you know, you just wait for the skin to start to oh, flick up yeah. in your eyeball. And yeah, you say, you oh, know, this one's bad. Oh, yeah. You know, sometimes <laughs> with the cartridges, too, it's, uh, 
I feel like you almost could tell right off the bat. I feel like they catch a little bit more with the cartridges because uh, you have plastic that they're setting in and also the little guard. So sometimes I feel uh, with cartridges, it's easy to tell if one is a little funky right, right. off the bat. Sometimes they jam and it don't want to go. You know, the coil, they'll dig Just right drives. in. You know? So, yeah. But, um, yeah. So yeah. I try to as much as All possible, right. well, man. You let's, know? let's 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 try and commit to that a little yeah, bit more. I mean, yeah, yeah. I appreciate the trust, but you know, <laughs> hey. <laughs> oh man. Yep. So, uh, yeah, man. Cartridges, though, man. It's a it's a huge, huge insanely change. convenient. I wish it was around. You know, come twenty seven years yeah, now. Yeah. Where the hell was it back then? Yeah, because yeah, it's crazy, man. It's uh, I use a lot of cartridges too, man. To be honest, uh, I, I I'm a uh, I go pretty hard on those. I don't limit my setups, man. I break yeah. out probably at least 10 to 15 a tattoo, man. I'm not mm -hmm. like old times on uh, tattooing. I'd use maybe a five line or seven mag, man, you know, uh, seven and a 13, man. That was the setups. But now I, I lay them all out, man. And, uh, you know, so. I tell people all the time, like, like the first extreme situation or setup that I ever saw, I think, was Dino Cook. Back in the 90s, I probably think I was uh, one of the Ink Slingers ball sure. at the Palladium in Hollywood. And uh, I remember I first met Dino Cook, and he would have six or eight machines set up oh, yeah, across the man. back table Technical. to get everything. And I was like, that just opened a whole window for me. Like, wow. I, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, because yeah. it was always liner shader. That was just yeah, the way it yeah, was. Yeah, so. Yeah. He's a technical artist, so I'm sure he has. And then I started, you know, applying, okay, maybe I'll have three or four machines set up yeah. or whatever. Now now it's limitless because yeah. you have, you can have, well, you yeah, said yeah. 15 setups in, in a small oh, area. Yeah. Man, and I remember there's been times, uh, last times I was using coils, man. When I opened the shop, I was still using coils, but I remember I had multiple power supplies set up, man, so I don't have to keep <laughs> changing them, man. It's crazy. So, yeah. Man. I don't think I ever went that far. But. Yeah. I mean, even on the Numas, man, when I use the little pneumatic things, I remember building up, uh, I had, man, like six of those, and I remember building up a little uh, valve changer you could switch, and I had them all set up, same thing, so I didn't have to pop change. I just grab just each one. Change the airway. I think I had one air valve going to, like, six outlets, man. Wow. You know, crazy, man. Yeah. You know? So I guess when you spent some money with Carson, then if you had oh, six yeah, Numas, yeah, man, yeah, that's a yeah, yeah. that's got, a good ticket. I still to... got a whole bunch, man. I'll hang them up in here someday or something, man. You know, I don't oh, they'll be myself. collectible. Yeah, I don't see myself ever using them more. But hey, man, I got some cool techniques done with it. You know? Excellent. So, yeah, yeah, man. The more tools, the better, man. You know, it's uh, everyone's going to be useful for something different, man. You know, so yeah. yeah. Well, if nothing else, you gain experiences from everything you try. Sure. So you learn whether you like it, you don't like it, yep. or you don't want to try yeah, it again. Yeah, 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 man. And speaking with that, man, the different rotary machines as well, man, there's so many on the market, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, I try so many different varieties, man. I never really hold back. And I also buy multiple of each, too, man. I'm like, uh, yeah. everything I buy, I, I have in triplets at least, man, you know. So there's always backups. I'm kind of compulsive. With, As a supplier, I can say yeah. we appreciate that, yeah, just so yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so each kind i got a i got a whole i got a couple drawers full of uh non-stop man you yeah. know lots of them so. people ask me all the time you know hey i want to try rotaries what should i do i'm like i'd love to give you some advice but you pretty much you're gonna buy six or eight of them before you find what you love yeah, and sure, just like coils sure. they're not all the same nope I mean, everything, you know, it's, uh, this is a craft, man. You're marking people for life with shit they're going to the grave with, man. It's like, mm -hmm. you got to invest back in, bro. It's, uh, you can't be shorting out on stuff. I see some guys have one machine and that's it. They try to do every, you know, it's, you got to try different things, man. And, you know, you got to put your best foot in, man. People are fucking, uh, taking their shit to the grave, man. Got to have some dignity in what you're doing, man. I, you know, I totally get that. But I also look at it like, because everybody's going to get, you know, personal tattoos and yeah. well-thought-out pieces and, and, and great collectible pieces. But at the same time, I still love little fun tattoos that, yeah. that, mean, that physically mean nothing. Maybe just started as a bad joke totally. and was like, you know, yeah. bro tats, if totally. you want to call them or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. you know, what the hell? Yeah. Enjoy it. Yeah. Man, all my tattoos, I stopped uh, even trying to put meaning in them, man. I like my stuff to uh, mean whatever it is to the viewer, man. It's uh, more, you know, I find everything that had to be such important meaning to me, man, are all the tattoos that, you know, you change and stuff. So they're not as valuable to me anymore. And I kind of almost don't even want to have it, you know. It's, uh, you know, I like more surreal art, man. It's uh, 
with some timeless techniques. That's what I like now, man. I find that stuff never get uh I never get bored with it, never get sick of it, man. It's like, oh, you know, that's not how I am no more because you change, obviously, as a person constantly, man. And if you don't, you're doing it wrong, you know. So See, I, I spent too many years trying to plan out my body, and that's yeah. why a lot of it's still empty because yeah. I was trying to be yeah. too perfect with it. Oh, yeah. And now I'm like, I'm older, tattoos hurt more. I don't know, the older you get, they, they hurt man, more. I've been doing good. I've been doing but, four days in a row every time I uh, go, and it's uh, it seems... Could never do that. Uh, you know, I look at it like this, man. Uh, well, I go on a road trip if you don't like driving, man, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to find a place, uh, some way to benefit out of uh, getting tattooed, man. I'm doing a lot of uh, large sessions, man, so I got to think of it that way, right. you know. So, uh, With me, it's more about... It's more about the experience and the artist. Like I, it, now, it's just yeah, now it's just like I want to get a piece by somebody, a particular person. I don't really care about the subject matter all that much. Yeah, if I have yeah, an idea, yeah, yeah. I'll throw it at them. Yeah, but sure. for the most part, it, it, it means more to me uh, that bonding moment, man. Sure, it's a real man. personal oh, on that. My level. last one was great, man. Uh, I did four days in a row with uh, Victor Portugal uh, a couple a month and a half ago, and then. Uh, I just did four days in a row with uh, David Jarkera, and the last one was cool, man. The uh, the last one, the convention closed early, so a bonding moment. It was really cool, man. We had to take it up to the hotel room, and right. old school, man. We were tattooing until four in the morning, doing my hand, and it was just cool, man. Those are the good times, right. man. That's yeah. what it's really about, man. Uh, you Oof. know, just uh, experiences, memories, and, you know, it's all a memory, man. I don't Here like getting gone, tattooed man. at shows. I yeah, I'm not I don't a big fan, man, but, you know, my friends travel from afar, man, so, uh, you know, we take it as you can get it with these guys, you know, so, yeah, I'd rather get tattooed in more personal uh, space, man, that's why I like when I go to Poland a lot, the Victor spot is uh, it's pretty private, it's like this, man, you know, so, um, got tattooed at Last Rites recently with David, too, and uh, it was pretty quiet atmosphere, man. I like that. But, you know, it's something too commercial. It's a little bit, uh, you know, everyone's looking for a different experience, man. You know, I mean, me, there's no hookers wandering in looking to exchange no. services. Uh, I was there. I was hooking up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always available, man. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, man. No, I, I like I, I like more personal experiences, man. Uh, quieter atmosphere, man. It's, it's much better for me, man, you know, so. Yeah. I could see that, man. You're, you're, you're. I don't know about the right words to put it, but like, you know, you're, you're, you're just more about the art and the experience rather than the, the, the commercialization, yeah. the money, the, yeah, yeah. all that is, I mean, you know, if you're good at what you do, that will follow, the success sure, will follow. Man. Yeah, you're, you know, you're passionate about what you do and you stay rocking, man, stay steady. It's uh, good things will come, man. You're, you're producing good energy, you know, so mm-hmm. good, good things will, you know, hopefully come about if you're, uh, focus being a straight shooter and just uh all around just a decent person i think man with progressive energy i mean you know it's a it's a huge part of it yeah man for sure dude. i mean look you're doing all this here in a really remote small community yeah, yeah. pretty economically depressed area sure. but you're still thriving doing well sure. yeah man it's cool i'm uh, fortunate man i don't like to use the word lucky because we all work so hard for uh what we did and everything but uh fortunate man you know fortunate for sure it's a good so, way to put it. Yeah. I'm just, I, I try to be grateful every morning totally. I wake up because there's a lot of people in a lot worse places than myself. Yeah, man, for sure. And you get, and the thing is, man, I lost a lot of my best friends, uh, a lot of artists, man, uh, not business-minded. You know, you're an artist, you run a business. Mm-hmm. It's great. Same here. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of good artists, man, they're not uh, business-like-minded uh, people, and they work so hard, uh, be passionate about what they do, and can't find success, and that can be a major... Uh, you know, a downfall for a lot of people, man. Introduce yeah. horrible things, you know, which uh, it's unfortunate, man. So. Well, I don't know about you, but like, I meet so many people, and then there are those that I do meet and do like, and I will try and mentor them a little bit on the side. I can't yeah, dedicate. Man, I, shit, I took. A can't lot of dedicate a full time job to it, but like for the people that are driven, focused, and passionate, and just don't have a certain skill set. Yeah. I'll help them gain those skills if I can. Yeah, man. If they'll listen. That's the hard part with artists. Well, you know, also, anything you help people with, teaching, man, helps you master it, man. You know, you revisit things you've experienced, and, uh, you know, you might have forgot about techniques, uh, interactions, anything, man, experience, Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, you guide someone with there, and you re It's a refresher. Yeah, totally, man. You refine your own thing. That's, That's great, man. Teaching is the best for that, you know. 
You know. I've always said I want to be a philanthropist when I grow up. I just need to become ridiculously wealthy first, and then I then I just want to share. Yeah, you know, I just want to sure. share and help people build sure, and grow. Man. I ain't grown up, so I have no no plans for that. Man. <laughs> so, oh, I wish I could say that, but uh, I'm getting older. Oh, man, I know. <laughs> Tell me about it, man. I may not grow up, but I'm uh, definitely getting older. Yep, I'm growing down, man. Yeah. Getting older and shrinking. All right, so if anybody's looking to get some larger scale, darker imagery, uh, just badass tattoos from a really laid back, easygoing guy, man, hit up Brian Brown, red carpet so. tattoo, carpet with a K, Dalton, Massachusetts, uh, amazing vibe, great guy, uh, yeah, you won't regret it, man, for sure. Awesome, man, yeah, I'm here to do it, for sure, man. Awesome, brother. It's Thank you, brother. Great, man, always, man, good. Sure. always good, always awesome. good, Cool, man. That's it. Awesome. All right, now look in the camera and tell them to fucking subscribe. Yeah, man. Hit the button. Is that how you do it? I'll put it there and just don't hit me. (laughs) Awesome, man. Like, subscribe, get down, order from Needle Jig, man. You won't go wrong. Good people, tattoo artists, uh, own business, man. It's all good. Yeah. Thanks again, brother. Yeah, man. Cool, bro. Awesome. Yeah.